Think of how confident, how humble you have to be to raise your hand and say, I'm new. I don't know what I'm doing. Please teach me. The fact that you're surrendering to that power, it takes power to do that. It takes control of you to control your mind to be like, I don't know how to do that. And I'm willing to just be like, just teach me. If you're not conscious about your investment strategy, you won't end up where you want to be, not financially or as a human. On this show, we interview highly successful investors and share how they overcame limitations to become unstoppable forces of success. If you're ready to learn what it is to be a conscious investor so you can end up where you want, keep listening. Welcome back, Conscious Investor. I am thrilled that Larry Hackner from The Dad Edge is joining me today on today's show. Now, Conscious Investor, remember that we want to be investing intentionally in our health, our mindset, and our wealth. And this is why when we think about our health, right, we need to be thinking about our health as more than just our physical shells. We have to be thinking about our health in terms of our physical health, our relational health, and our spiritual health. And that's why I brought in, or I should say, I invited Larry to come on the show today because that relationship health, that relationship that we have with our kids is absolutely critical. And how we navigate that is going to really shape not just our kids' lives, but it shapes and impacts our lives. I've been following his podcast for quite a while now and his work, and it's just extraordinary what he's done. Larry's a dad, a teacher. He's authored. In fact, he has another book. We'll discuss that that's coming out on Father's Day of 2024. And he is just absolutely passionate about helping other dads succeed. But I'm going to tell you, you don't have to be a dad to gain and grow from what Larry has to offer. I know I listen to a lot of the mastermind calls that he hosts, and you just learned so much about navigating relationships in a healthy way. Some of the key takeaways from this episode is that we have to learn how to say no and prioritize our needs. Seems counterintuitive, but it is so absolutely critical. We also talk about how we need to find ways to connect with other people that are in similar positions as we are in so that we can build out a support system. We also dive into how we need to be proactive and learning in our own learning and how to seek out resources that can help us really grow, transform, and be the best that we can be. And finally, we really wrap up this conversation with the big difference that we make in our kids' lives, but not just our kids' life, but the lives around us in this world by simply being present and showing care and support. I know that you're going to gain and grow from this episode. Larry's just, he's fun and he's so insightful and has so much wisdom to offer every single one of us. Before we dive on in, I do want to ask, have you picked up your Conscious Investor Growth Summit tickets? Wow, it is right around the corner and you don't want to miss out. The speaker lineup is absolutely impeccable. We've got tons of sponsors that are coming and showing up. And the best part about this is that everyone there to serve you. It's amazing to know that every single speaker there, they are there on their own volition. They have chosen to be there. They have invested personally to be there, meaning they're flying. They're taking their time and their money and they're pouring it into this event to say, hey, I believe in this and I want to be there and I want to link arms. One of the elements that's really differentiating this conference from anything else is that we're not just talking about investing only. We're talking about all the different facets. We're talking about your health. We're talking about your mindset. We're talking about 
wealth building strategies. So even if you're like, oh, Julie, I don't invest financially yet. I don't invest in real estate like you. That's okay. There is so much that is there to serve you at this event. You're going to just be so grateful that you chose to come to this event. So you don't want to miss out. You want to head over to consciousinvestorgrowthsummit.com and you want to pick up your tickets while they are still available. All right, let's go ahead and let's dive on in. Welcome back, Conscious Investor. I am absolutely thrilled to have this conversation with Larry from The Dad's Edge, and we're just going to jump right in. Larry, so elated to have you here on the Conscious Investor Podcast. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, I appreciate you inviting me on. I'm honored. Yeah, I'm excited. I love that. Conscious Investor, don't be deceived. Larry has this really ultra powerful platform that he has built out that serves men so powerfully. And so when I reached out to you, I think I reached out via like Facebook Messenger, which is not my normal route of reaching out to people. But I'm like, this seems accessible. I'm going this route. And I was so humbled that you responded quickly and you're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's go. <laughs> so I'm thank a, you. yeah, you bet. Well, thank you again. I'm excited to talk about any topic you want as it relates to men, husband, fathers, marriage, kids, mindset, health. Those are my sweet spots. Those are the things I like to talk about most. And they're also the biggest opportunities for me to improve upon. So, <laughs> oh my, it says every person who's very self aware. <laughs> so, I'd really love to dive into this conversation. I know that conscious investor, we all have a dad in our life in some capacity. Unfortunately, some of us didn't get to experience the pleasure of having a father. Like I had what I call a true North dad. My dad was phenomenal and shaped my life in such a powerful way. He was my person. And not everybody has that gift. And maybe you didn't have that gift, but maybe you're raising kids right now and you have a counterpart who is the dad of your children, your husband, partner, and maybe you are the dad. And this conversation is for everybody because we can't just expect our spouse. Like we can't just expect the dad to go and like, okay, you just go do like as women, we have to support them just like we expect that support in return, right? In our roles. And so regardless of who you are listening, you're going to know someone that's going to grow and benefit from this conversation. And so today, Larry, I was really hoping that we could support the conscious investor by talking about some of those struggles that are really common. I mean, you've spent years in the trenches, the last six years working with men's but dads, dads specifically, and you're a dad. Like you have plenty of experience, almost 18 years now of experiencing fatherhood. So I'd love to talk about some of the primary struggles that dads face and how can they support themselves? Like what kind of resources can they put in? And then let's also talk about it from their spouses or their partner's counterpart, right? Like how can they come alongside and support them? It's a big a question. question. That was an yeah. atomic bond that I just landed. Yeah, I, just, such a good I was question. like, boom, let's go. <laughs> you know what? I think we should just continue to wing it when it comes to marriage, when it comes to parenting, when it comes to mindset and health. And like, I mean, that's working, right? It's totally working if we just wing it, like just like, I'll oh, just figure it out along the way. No. So I think the first thing that needs to change is our perception of this whole thing as it relates to marriage, as it relates to parenting, as it relates to leadership in the home, leading myself, our health, our communication, our intimacy within our marriage, all of these things, they require skills that we learn. Like no one's born with this stuff. In fact, the last time 
I checked, there was no, hey, here's a class that you can take in high school for relationship IQ or emotional IQ, or here's a class on how to communicate with empathy, right? Or how to truly listen. Like nobody's taught this stuff. Like I had a meeting yesterday with my CPA and his assistant, and he, we were joking about stuff. Like we were going through things and numbers and all sorts of stuff. And then we just got to talking about kids and he was talking to me about like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I want to pull my hair out. He's like, I was helping my son last night with parallelograms. And I was like, I remember parallelograms, but I don't remember what the hell it is. And I certainly haven't used it since school. And he looked at me, he goes, you know, it's really interesting. He goes, he's learning parallelograms. And I don't know anybody, unless you're an engineer who uses that. He goes, but everybody pays taxes. Like, how cool would it be if you took, you were required to take a personal finance class and you had to understand what federal taxes were all about, what state taxes were all about, what sales tax was all about, all this other stuff that we have to know, yet we never learn it. And we don't learn these things in marriage either. So like, you're the conscious investor, right? I just started investing in real estate about five years ago. I had no clue what the hell I was doing. I actually tried it back in 2005 and I bought my very first property. I was so proud. Oh my God, I could not have bought the worst property. I couldn't have bought it at the worst price, but I thought I had like made it. And it was just like ridiculous. And I was just like, well, that was an expensive mistake. So then five years ago when I was like, you know, I think I'm going to give this real estate thing another try. So what did I do? I hired a coach to teach me. Like I hired a coach. I joined a mastermind. I'm like, I just want 12 weeks. Give me the crash course. I want to know everything there is to know about real estate investing, wholesaling, flipping, multifamily, single family, the whole nine yards. Because I knew nothing. Once I learned it, I was like, huh. I was like, it actually isn't as hard as I thought it was. And by learning these skills, I'm going to avoid so many costly mistakes. And I know exactly what to do and what not to do. Like This is a relief. But I think that perception needs to change as it relates to marriage, as it relates to parenting, as it relates to all these things under our own roof. Because we assume that we should just know that stuff. We assume that, well, if we love each other in our marriage, then it should just work out. And if it isn't easy and it's just like, I just don't feel a feeling of love anymore, well, then maybe we're just not meant to be. And I'm like, oh my God, do you do that in your business? Like, If you have one bad deal as a conscious investor out of 10 deals and one goes bad, you're like, oh, I'm just not meant for this. Like, no, you learn, right? You keep going. But I think that's the main thing that we need to change is just our perception of like, look, if you don't know what to do as it relates to your marriage, if you don't know what to do as it relates to how to connect with your kids, if you don't know what to do about leadership, how to lead yourself, how to lead within your family, that's okay. It's probably not your fault because none of us were really set up, you know, pulled aside and taught that. And most of us didn't have the example. On the flip side, here's where the tough love does come in though. Yeah, I remember growing up, And if you wanted help with something, like I'm talking like a little kid, if you wanted help with something, you had to open up the yellow pages and search through, like figure out who was going to be whatever, right? If you wanted to learn guitar, you had to open up like uh, yellow pages and find an instructor, right? Now, all you have to do is go to youtube.com and you can pretty much learn anything, right? QB University. It is. But I'll tell you, there's so many resources out there, right? Mine included, obviously, but there's so many resources out there now that if you don't do something about it, and you're not living the life that you truly want, and you know that there's more potential, well, that's on you. Because we're living in an age right now where like literally all this education is a couple clicks away. And you could be in a virtual room with other like-minded people that are trying to do the same thing you are. Oh, so many takeaways there. And I just literally had this conversation with my son that falls in line with this last night. And he was frustrated with math and 
just, I'm dumb. I can't get this. I'm like, have you ever had to do X, Y, Z? And he's like, no. So this is your first exposure. Yeah. What would you expect? Like that is a process of learning the art of learning and the skills of learning. Like the first time you are exposed to something, of course, you're not going to know you're going to have a 05 house because you had no education, by the way. What resources did we even have to educate ourselves? Like, I think there are cassette tapes and some things like that, but... I bought the Carlton Sheets (laughs) DVD pack. And I literally thought, like, after watching that, like, I was the next Donald Trump. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, I mean, at least I tried to learn. I think I got through, like, the intro CD and I'm like, I can do this. I'm like, "Mm, no, no, you really can't. Not yet. (laughs) And you're so right, though. And I could joke around with a conscious investor all the time and just say, if it was that easy, everybody would be flying their private jets and taking $100 bills on social media and burning them. You know, I I mean, if it was that easy, we'd all live that life of the quote influencer that we see on social media platforms and such. But it's all like that headspace and that willingness. What is that? What do we call that? It's not just humility. There's more than humility required to be able to actually say, I need to learn this and I'm not going to be a master. Maybe I'm an expert in my field right now, but I'm going to have to go back down to square one. What is that process I, like? I totally think that that's okay. Right. I totally think it's okay. Like if you really think about what we did in college, freshman year, we were square one. We were ground zero of our degree that we were trying to earn. It took four years to earn that degree. I think that's really okay to do that. I really do. Because if you think about it, we do this in other areas. So like, for instance, it's just a little bit more subtle. I'll give you a perfect example. Like I've really gotten into cooking lately. Like I love to cook. And particularly, I love to smoke. Like I got a smoker like, I don't know, six months ago. My kids love it when I cook or when I barbecue something and they just like go nuts. So like I've been researching a ton on like dry rubs and sauces and different meats and how to cook them perfectly and all this stuff. Now I could wing it, right? But here's the thing. Like if I go out and buy an $80 brisket and I have no clue what the hell I'm doing and I just throw that thing on the grill without brining it, without putting a dry rub on it beforehand, letting that stuff set in. I don't know what temperature to cook it at. I don't know how long to cook it at. Like I don't know the steps. Like it's probably not going to turn out great. I think a lot of people think that starting at ground zero is going to cost me a lot. And when I say that, it could be money. It could be time. It could be a shot to the ego. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm a white belt in jujitsu. I'm 48 years old, which by the way, I did start a few months back. I'm 48 years old and I'm a white belt in jujitsu. I have no clue what the hell I'm doing. I'm getting tossed around by guys who are like 10 years ahead of me. Like I am a ragdoll. Like that's humiliating. But you know what? I'm going to be okay with that. If I'm out with my family and I need to protect them or myself, right? Then I'm okay with that. I think a lot of people, what we do is we don't understand the cost of not participating in that, what I would call surrender. And here's where I would throw like the man card in it, right? Because the word surrender doesn't feel good to a man. And that's what we do when we start at ground zero, when we're like, I need to learn something new. Like I just need it. And now we're surrendering. But what men don't understand, I think what people don't understand is, That's surrender is actually power under control. Surrender is power under control. And that's not my quote. I had just interviewed Granger Smith on the podcast and that was his quote. And I was just like, what do you mean by that? He's like, think about it. Think of how confident, how humble you have to be to raise your hand and say, I'm new. I don't know what I'm doing. 
please teach me. The fact that you're surrendering to that power, it takes power to do that. It takes control of you to control your mind to be like, I don't know how to do that. And I'm willing to just be like, just teach me. Right. Yep. Now, here's the cost of that. If you don't take the time, this is where a lot of people don't know, like, what's it going to cost me if I start over again? Well, what's it going to cost you if you don't? Right. Yes. So, like, if I go out and buy a $70 brisket, $80 brisket, I waste all this time on the dry rub. I waste 12 hours trying to cook this thing right or whatever I'm doing. Right. Then it's the cost of like, dinner for the whole family. We all sit down. Everybody hates it. It tastes like a carpet that's been dried out or something. Like It just tastes terrible. And my kids are looking at me like, this sucks. And I'm like, yeah, it sucked for me too. I didn't even enjoy the process. And I just wasted all that time, all that energy and that money Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to go learn how to do it right. And I think that's the cost that a lot of people don't look at. Mm. I really love that. I think there's an episode a while back called The Cost of Not right? Like, cause there are the opportunity costs to everything in life and that 100%. humility to be able to say like, no, I do need to slow down and learn this area. And then I can speed up. It'll come naturally, but I have to go through this process first. It's so critical. 100%. Um, and I think it's so critical also to do that flip side because our prehistoric tendencies that are just hardwired into us as humans are to default to let me protect myself. Let me protect myself and let me stay in my comfort zone. And then when we actually stop that and look at what are my choices? Wait, okay, this is a story I'm telling myself. I'm telling myself that if I pause and take time, that it's going to cost me actually more. I won't have as much time with my kids. I'm not going to be as present. It's going to cost me more money because I won't be present at my work or we'll tell ourselves all these stories. And then if we can pause and raise our level of awareness and just say, Okay, let's just look at that story. What if I change the narrative a bit and say, okay, what's it look like if I change the story? Okay, I'm going to put my time in here. And actually, this story looks a lot better. This feels a lot better. It's just generating the feelings that I'm going for. Let's go down that path. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people don't think of. Can I share a story that might really hit this home? Totally. Okay. So I started the Dad Edge. It was Good Dad Project at the time. And I started it in 2012. It became a blog in 2013. And then after blogging for a couple of years and nobody was really hitting the page and I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like typing stuff, right? It was like therapy to me. And then um, after two years of that, I was like, I want to have conversations with people. Like, I just don't want to blog anymore. So I started the podcast, which led me to an amazing individual named Aaron Walker, who became my first mentor, who's actually one of his best friends is Dave Ramsey. They've known each other for 30 years. And Aaron's been in a mastermind with Dave Ramsey before Dave Ramsey was Dave Ramsey. And they're still in the mastermind. They both live in Nashville and all this other stuff. Well, in that mastermind is also Dan Miller, who wrote the book, 48 Days to the Work You Love. I think it's Daniel Abram. He's written several books, but a lot of these high level people and none of them were high level people when they started in the mastermind. They all had just visions of like things that they wanted to do. They were big. And so Aaron, you know, he's in his sixties and he's the funniest dude like to listen to because he's about six foot three in his sixties. And the guy is just full of energy. He's like, Hey man, Larry, it's so good to see you, man. Like he's, that's how he talks. You channel Nashville really well. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll never forget. I had him as a podcast guest and then he and I got to be pretty good friends. And then Aaron invited me to be a part of his mastermind. And at the time I had no idea what a mastermind even was. 
He's like, man, you should come and do life with me and my mastermind. Larry, it's iron sharpens iron. And he didn't need money. Like he's bought and sold eight businesses or he retired when he was 27 years old. And so he just does it for fun now. Bought and sold eight businesses. He's got millions of dollars, like doesn't need the money. And I was like, okay. I was like, what's a mastermind there? And I don't understand. He's like, well, we're going to help you with your business. We're going to help you with marriage. We're going to help you with your kids and your own peace of mind. You're going to be in a room full of other men with that same vision. And we're going to help you strategize and learn things and be better about those things. And I'm like, all right. And at the time it just wasn't clicking. And then he started to uncover things like, well, how are things with your marriage? I was like, it's okay. He's like, well, do you want an okay marriage? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, how do you make it great? And I was like, I don't know. I'm working on that. He's like, what about relationship with your kids? Same answer. He's like, you okay with that? I'm like, no. He's like, what about your business? I was like, I have no idea what to do with that. Like, I'm just trying to figure that one out. He's like, well, are you tired of trying to figure it out? And I go, I guess so. Yeah. And it still wasn't clicking. And then he told me, he was just like, listen, we have one spot open on one of our teams, 10 a.m. every Monday morning. You'll be with 10 guys. All of them are business owners. All of them are dads. All of them are married. And we help each other in those areas. He's like, you want to come join us? It's $500 a month, an hour of your time. And I looked at him and I was like, $500 a month. I didn't have $500 a month at the time. He didn't even miss a beat. He goes, and an hour of your time per week. Like, didn't even miss a beat. And I'm like, that costs a lot of money, Aaron. Like, I don't know about that. Like, that's me. He's like, hmm, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It is a lot of money. He goes, let me ask you something. And this changed everything. He goes, you come and do life with me. It's $500 a month and an hour of your time. He's like, but what you're going to learn is you're going to be able to create the relationship with your wife you truly want, because that's what we do. You're going to be able to create the connection with your kids that you truly want. And we're going to help you grow your business. And we're going to help you create a vision for your business, all those things. And we're going to hold you accountable every week to do them. And he's like, and there's a cost to doing that, Larry. He goes, that's education. He goes, there's also a cost to doing nothing. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? And he goes, I just want you to imagine your life. So let's just take it right now. I want you to imagine your life, November 17th, 2024. At the time, it was 2015. I'm like, okay. He goes, I want you to imagine that date and you have done nothing except for you just keep doing what it is that you're doing now. And I, you and I are talking and you're telling me what's going on. What's changed? What's gotten better? How much time, energy has it cost you to figure it out on your own? Has mm-hmm. anything even changed? Has your business gone under? Is your marriage on the rocks or is it better? I don't know. He's like, that's a whole nother year. Your kids are one year older. He's like, Larry, what's the cost of that life? And it's suddenly like, just, it hit me like a bat to the face. I was like, I never thought of it that way. And he goes, call me back in 24 hours. I think it took 11 minutes. (laughs) And I answered the phone. He's like, man, I thought you at least take 30 minutes. And like, you know, (laughs) and I'm like, I'm in. And he's like, good job. I stayed in that mastermind for a year. And here's what I'll tell you. That was the launching pad of education. Of all the things that we're talking about, I was like, it literally was everything that I was looking for. And I didn't even know that I was looking for it. And I was like, oh my God, Like I could go into that mastermind and ask any question I wanted around communication with my wife, intimacy with my wife, sex with my wife, patience with my kids, connection with my kids, what to do in my business, how to create a team, what to do with my customers. And all the answers were there. And that literally was like a rocket ship that sent us into a whole nother orbit, which is what we do now. Like literally, I would not be here 
doing Dad Edge. Dad Edge would have gone under a long time ago. I would not be here today. I probably wouldn't be married right now. I'd probably be divorced. I'd be in a job that I hate. And Dad Edge was something I did for a minute. And the cost of that life, I can't even fathom it. I can't even fathom it, what it would be. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love that story so much because we all face these fork in the road moments, these opportunities where we're presented this gift. That was a gift that was presented to you and you chose to receive it. And like, okay, I'm running. I'm receiving this gift. Now I'm curious because you want to talk on the wife side of things, right? My husband is headed. I'll get teary-eyed. I'm so excited. He's going to Scotland with a group of men in January. And there's this email thread. I had introduced him to this person, right? And that person's like, instantly sends this message back quickly to my husband. Like, hey, do you want to join us on this trip to Scotland? It's all about transformation. It's specifically for men. And the email back was super red. Steve wrote something along the lines of, I'm pretty sure that if I don't, Julie's going to be really upset with me. And there's a price tag associated with trips like this, right? Sure. But he's like, regardless of the price, I'm pretty sure she's not going to care what it costs because she's going to want me to go. And he appreciates that. And I'm so blessed. Like he values that I'm willing to just be like, go have your moment, like (laughs) go do your thing, like go transform, go get into the cocoon for a little bit, whatever it is. Not all men have that support, that counterpart. And that's unfortunate. And conscious investor, it's important that we are supporting each other in taking transformative steps. And so how did your wife respond in that moment? Because you guys were in a very different spot, both of you as people, and I'm sure both of you have grown substantially over the years. So what was her initial response? Like, are you crazy? That's like the grocery budget for the, you know. That was kind of our grocery budget at the time. And that's because we had three boys and one wasn't eating really big food at that point. But now our grocery bill is so high that she might fight me anymore. So my wife, actually, you want to hear one more story? So the $500 didn't really bother her so much. I thought it would. And that was the story I was telling myself. And she was like, oh, sounds good. A lot of people waste hundreds of dollars on just things that aren't an investment. Like, But I'll never forget, actually, Dad Edge wouldn't really be here if it wasn't for my wife. If I'm being very honest, like, cause I wouldn't have made it till 2015. So I'll never forget this. Do you know who Sean Stevenson is? The model health show? I don't, but I'm sure I I will now. Yeah. He's got, I think one of the biggest health podcasts on the planet. He's a bestselling author. Like he's big time and he's had his podcast for a long time. Great podcaster, great guy, very knowledgeable. Well, Sean used to live here in St. Louis and Sean had just started his podcast in like 2011 or 12 or something like that. And I hired him as a nutrition coach. Well, what happened that was really cool was is he and I actually got to be really good friends. And actually the first 80 episodes of the Good Dad Project podcast, which is now the Dad Edge podcast, was with me and Sean. But here's how supportive and amazing my wife is. So I told Sean early on, because we were friends, he's like, what's up with this Good Dad Project thing, man? And I just told him, I was like, oh, it's just a thing. You know, I'm just like, just a Facebook page at the time. I'm just trying to learn and blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, why are you doing it? And I told him all the reasons why. And he's like, dude, he's like, you got a hell of a story here. Because I told him my childhood. My childhood's very unique. And I'm happy to share it if you want. But he was like, dude, you got to do something with this. I was like, like what? He's like, dude, you got a website. You got to start a blog. I was like, I don't know how to do any of that. Like a website, like no clue what to do with that. 
And uh, he's like, you know, you got a blog. And I was like, what is a blog? Actually, at the time, I didn't really know. And he's like, gosh, these articles that you write. And I'm like, why would I want that? And he's just like, dude, you got to get this message out to the world. And I'm like, okay. I didn't really see it at the time. But then actually, the more I got to know Sean, I saw what he was doing with his website and his podcast. I was like, wow, I was like, that's really cool. Like, maybe I could do something like that. Yeah. So I went to Sean and I was like, hey, I want you to maybe help me. I don't know if you've ever done this, but I want you to help me get Good Dad Project off the ground, like with a website and a blog and that kind of thing. I have no clue what I'm doing though. He's like, I can definitely do that. He's like, I'll, me and I'll put together a proposal for you. I'm like, cool. He's like, bring your wife to the proposal though. I was like, okay. Ooh, my, that's yeah. wisdom right there. <laughs> Me and my wife and him and his wife, because his wife really knew how to do the website stuff and all that. So I expected a price tag of maybe $2,000. And that was the high. Like, I thought that was going to be like, there's no way it's going to be above. I mean, we're talking like 2000, 11 years ago. And he slid this proposal across the table. And it was basically a six month project that we were all going to work on together. And it was just shy of 13 grand. And I was like, there was a car that I paid for that was 13 grand. Like, and then literally like I was having fun with good debt project on social media, but nothing like, and I looked at that, he slid it across and I took my left hand and my wife was sitting to my left and I slid the proposal right back. And I was like, I'm good, man. I was like, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. And all of a sudden my wife put her hand on mine. This might make me a little teary eyed. I'm teary eyed over here. (laughs) And this is unlike her. When I say unlike her, she's so supportive but she's also quiet and introverted and she's bold, but when she needs to be. So when she's bold, I really pay attention because I'm like, oh, something's here, right? So she puts her hand on mine. She's like, stop. And I was like, what? And she goes, you need to do this. And I'm like, what? I was like, what do you mean I need to do this? She goes, Larry, she goes, if you don't do this now, you're never going to do it. And I remember like looking at her and Sean's over here. I was like, just goes $13,000. She's like, and I know you'll do something with it. And I looked over at Sean and his wife was smiling. And it's just like the three of them knew the potential, but I didn't. And I forever am grateful to my wife. I always tell her, I was like, dad edge is here and we're impacting so many men's lives because of you. Cause I wouldn't have had the courage to do it. I would have said no. I know I would have, I did say no. Yeah. And I signed that proposal and I was like, are you sure? And she just looked at me. She's like, yep. And I was like, damn. So. I took that and I was serious about it. Cause I was like, I can't let her down, but that was something that was really beautiful between us because yeah, there's not a lot of marriages out there. There's not a lot of marriages that I know that would a wife that would be like, yeah, let's drop 13 grand on your dream. But she did. And I look at even like our mastermind, our mastermind is 500 bucks for the first three months. And that's a hundred dollars every month after that. So it's not anything that's going to like break the bank for most people. And some wives are like, their attitude with their husbands is, yeah, that's affordable, but I'm not on board with you doing that. Some of the feedback we've gotten too is like, why would I want you to be in a group with all men where all you're doing is talking bad about me? And some guys come back with that feedback. I was like, if your wife were able to see our group coaching environment, how we hold you to the fire and not her, right? Because you only control you. We don't control her. Like we hold you to the fire. And if you want to start complaining about how something's of everybody else's fault, we're going to call you out on that. It might be somebody else's fault, but that's not the game we're playing here. We are playing the things that you control, not her. So it'd be really interesting, I think, if wives saw how we literally 
make men rise to the occasion versus just simply enable like whatever it is they think that's going on because it's quite the opposite. It is quite the opposite. And Conscious Investor, the reason I know it's quite the opposite is because I listen to Larry's podcast and you regularly post and share parts of the mastermind. And so you can hear in those conversations are, I think those are my favorite episodes because you get to hear the heart of what's really happening with the people inside and then to see the support from within and then just that shared wisdom that is coming about. It's amazing. And it's such a powerful opportunity for men. So I'm like, takes my breath back a little bit. The stories that we tell ourselves are so powerful and changing the script. I wouldn't be surprised if you read Crucial Conversations, yeah. right? A lot of what you said, I'm like, oh yeah, we're both Gottman fans, which Conscious Investor, you've heard me talk about Gottman oh, yeah. a lot. And so, but anyhow, it's just interesting that at the end of Crucial Conversations, there's a whole section about like reclaiming the pen and like writing the story, writing your narrative and so powerful. Yeah, I love John Gottman. Like just his stuff is, it makes things so digestible and so simple and so implementable, if that's even a word, but like, I just love his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That his book on marriage is just, yeah. it's a book I recommend on a regular, probably a weekly basis to different people that I come across. Cause I'm like, kind of like the four agreements, no matter what you believe, just read this. It will make your life a better place. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> your life in the world. Wow. Larry, this has been absolutely amazing. We're going to have to start wrap up and everything, but Let's just talk just one moment. And you recently had an episode and a great conversation with Logan about presence. But that is something I know is not just important to dads, but moms today, modern moms feel that same pull and strain in their life. And I'm just wondering, just your perspective, just like something that's changed your level of presence with your wife, with your kids, just in life in general, that's amplified your presence. As you ask that question, I'm just reflecting on like, it's never just a one like type of hack thing, right? It's a combination of several things that I've learned and several things that I now teach. But um, I think one of the biggest aha moments that I had as a husband and father is that my wife and my kids, no matter if you have a boy or girl, wife and kids actually have the same three basic needs in a relationship. And that is to feel seen, to feel heard, and to feel safe. And to be honest, I mean, I think some men are good at that. For the most part, we're not that great at it. But the good news is, is we can learn how to be great at it, right? It's just like anything else. So I remember, it's kind of funny now that I say this out loud. I remember, okay, like my wife and I are going to sit down and talk and I really need to be a good listener. And I would listen to her words, like just listen to all the words, right? Right. And then I'd be sitting there with all these words in my head of like, okay, how do I reflect back? But once I realized that I stopped listening to words and I started listening for feelings, I started listening with an empathetic ear. I started listening with an ear of curiosity through a lens of appreciation versus listening to words with expectation and agenda, which is how normally people go about conversations. So it's like, Julie, if you and I were married, if I wanted to come talk to you about something, I would have an agenda of what I want to talk to you about and probably an expectation of how I want that conversation to turn out, right? I think we still do that sometimes. But now when my wife and I talk, I listen with curiosity. I listen with appreciation. I listen with empathy, which is very different than sympathy. Like I don't 
unload sympathy on my wife because it just doesn't feel good to the other person. So when she's talking to me, I now know that she's not talking to me just to talk. What she really wants is to connect. She wants connection when she's talking. And I used to think, well, if she's coming to talk to me, then clearly she wants something from me. Like maybe it's my advice or maybe it's a solution or maybe it's something we need to problem solve together or something we need to go at something as a team together. I don't really know, but there has to be something beyond just a conversation. There has to be like something we're aiming at. And I don't do that anymore. Now it's all about, I just want to listen to her. And I reflect back to her with emotions that I think she might be feeling. So if I get the sense that she's feeling overwhelmed, I'll say something along the lines of like, damn, it sounds overwhelming. Tell me more about that. Like what's going on? And I'll just keep listening. And the more she talks, the more connected she feels to me. And the more I listen, the more connected I feel to her because I just want to know how she feels. And I want to know the words that surround that feeling, not just the words, but the feeling as well. So listening through an ear of curiosity, looking at her through a lens of appreciation, looking for emotion using empathy. The other thing too is to really get away from the devices. That's a big one. I mean, that's a no brainer. That's a challenge for a lot of people, myself included. It is, but like, so I haven't been great about this. And it was actually just recently brought to my attention how bad I've been about it. And now I'm repairing that, right? So like, even if I were to talk to you like this, like you and I were married, there's something and I'm holding up my phone for those of you who can't see, like, so I'm holding up my phone or even worse if it's like lit up like this, right? And I'm like, hey, blah, 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 blah. The message I'm sending you is there's something between you and I, right? There's something else that has my attention. And how many times does our phone buzz? We're right in the middle of a conversation and we just kind of like do one of these. It sends the message to the other person of like, you're not nearly as important as whatever message I just got or notification I just got. On the flip side, when my wife talks to me, what I like to do is I take my phone, I put it down way over there and I'm like, what's on your mind? Because I want her to see you are the most important person in the world. Not that, right? One other thing I've done here recently as well, if you ever want some really solid accountability, have one of your kids be your accountability partner. Because <laughs> number one, you don't want to let them down. You won't let them down. Right. And number two, they're not going to let you out of anything. So I made a promise. I FaceTimed my oldest son at our dad edge summit that we had just about a month ago in front of 200 men. And I said, for the next 365 days, I'm going to give you my phone at 5 p.m. every night. And you do not give it back to me until 10 p.m. Deal? Deal. So I don't have my phone at 5 p.m. anymore at all. When it comes to presence, I would say that is one of the easiest levers, but the hardest lever to get rid of. But if you can get rid of it, you will be amazed at how all five of your senses go through the roof of what is around you and what's surrounding you. So what I'll tell you is whoever is nose to nose, toes to toes with you, it's really important that you give them 150% of your attention and communicate with them and listen to them. Ask for more, be more curious, be empathetic, look for feelings and emotions that they might be feeling, say them out loud. There's a psychological impact when you state what you think somebody else is feeling. There's an amazing psychological connection that happens like, oh my God, they know exactly how I feel. And then boom, that person feels safe, right? So I think those are things that men can do pretty simply, but they're not easy. Yeah, They're not easy. And I will say, I think it's men and I will throw myself as a woman under that same bus. And that has been 
having devices and I have partners that are in different time zones. And so I feel straps and it's something where my awareness is just like gone through the roof on this because it does kill presence and having to take that full circle that how much time do we have? And what's the fork in the road moment? It's like signing, agreeing to the $13,000 and saying, I'm saying yes to this. Like every time that phone is there in like peripheral sight or in our hands somewhere right on the table in front of us or whatever, that's like saying no to the $13,000. Like, let's move ahead. Yeah. It's putting that distance between us and such a foreign object. They're such a blessing. They're a double-edged sword. And I don't hate on technology and I don't hate on all of the things, but it has to be utilized as a tool and a resource in a positive way. And I agree. I'm definitely one that struggles with it. And I'm definitely never afraid to admit it because like it's obvious. So let's just not try to run away from this concept and let's work on this together. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So great. Larry, this has just been absolutely exceptional. As I said off air, I'm truly just so grateful for the work that you are doing in the space for dads specifically. And I love, again, Conscious Investor, whether or not, you know, you fit the dad, like going in and joining that mastermind, like just listen to Larry's podcast because you will gain and grow from it and from those conversations. It'll give you insight because 50% 50% of the world, like we could needle it down a little bit more than that, but many people experience fatherhood in some capacity. And so we can relate in different capacities just by even tuning into a podcast like The Dad Edge and just be privy and don't be a stranger to the podcast. Pick up multiple episodes, listen to the mastermind conversations and hear some of the struggles that people are facing because I am absolutely convinced. And I think Larry, you'll probably agree with this. We're all pretty unique. We're all uniquely created. And with that, we're all humans and we have the human condition. And so the experiences that so many of the men are experiencing in your mastermind that are available on the podcast just for everyone to listen to, that's pretty common to man. A lot of those stories are pretty common and more than likely conscious investor probably knows somebody that is secretly dealing with some of these things. And so just raise your level of awareness. Maybe you can be a better friend, a better support to somebody in your life. Larry, you have cool things going on. Back at you. Like, I'm so excited. Um, Conscious Investor, there is a book coming out, but it's not coming out for a bit. You're going to have to hold tight till June of 2024. But I'm sure, is there a mailing list or something that they could go and join just to stay in the loop on what's going on? Yeah. I mean, you could do it several different ways. If you just go download some of our lead magnets. I, I even hate that term. Resources, I guess you could say. <laughs> I like you that want, you're just honest about it. They I are am. Here. The thing is, the way I view our quote unquote lead magnets slash resources is that if you never become a customer, but the resources help you, then great. Like, great. Like that's what they were meant to do. Um, so I have a couple of different things for your audience. Most of the men that do life with us, what they're really looking for is a better relationship with their wife. And to date, we've helped over 4,000 men. And what I can tell you is 82% of those men have identified as marriage is one of the biggest things that they want. They want an incredible marriage. And if we really dial down one layer deeper than that, I'm like, well, when it comes to marriage, what is it do you want? It's not sex. Like, sorry, ladies. Like, sorry. Like everyone's stereotypes guys is like just these physical beings that that's all they want. 
It's actually communication. That's what they want. 82% of men have said that. Marriage, communication. So I created a resource called 25 Intimate Conversation Starters. And what this will really do is it will help you have a better conversation with your wife. So if you go to thedadedge.com forward slash 25 questions, two five questions, you can download that free resource. I do a video training too that's about 10 minutes long because what I do is I actually teach you what happens to someone's mind and emotion and connection when you ask them an intimate conversation starter. So I'll give you a quick example. And this might be something that your audience, whether they do nothing with anything, they can take this away. So a really terrible question is, how was your day? Everybody asks that. It's a terrible question that gives you one word. Answer, good, fine, crazy, busy, boring, right? So, you know, what I do in the 25 intimate conversation starters is I give you 25 different questions that you can ask that will put somebody in a different emotional state with you and connect you to them and you'll have a better conversation. So like, for instance, if I ask my kid or my wife or whoever, like, tell me about the best part of your day today, or tell me about the high point moment of your day and why it was so meaningful to you. Tell me about something that made you laugh out loud today. So whenever I switch up the question, what I'm doing emotionally for the other person is like, my gosh, and suddenly they have to search for something that they're proud of, that they're grateful for, that they're happy about, right? And now how fun is it and how cool is it to be like, dude, I got to tell you something, Lee, when you hear this, right? You're so excited. You know what happened in the cafeteria? Sorry. Right, exactly. <laughs> but if you just simply stop asking that question and download that resource, and I have a PDF with the 25 questions on it, and you just do one of those a day for the next 25 days, I guarantee you and your wife will feel like you're dating again. I guarantee it. Like to some degree, I'm not saying the stars will open up and the skies will open up and everything is perfect and wonderful and all your problems go away. But what I will tell you is your conversations will be better if you do that. So yeah, just go to thedadedge.com forward slash 25 questions. Uh, I don't want a thing from you. It's free. Actually, I take that back. I do want one thing from you. You're going to be followed up with about 10 emails after that checking in on you. And I'm going to give you more things to do that's going to help you expand those conversations. Just hit the reply button to one of them. Just one of them. And let me know how it's going. I answer all those emails. They come directly to me. There isn't a day. There isn't a day that goes by. I don't get three to 10 emails of guys telling me how it's going. And I love hearing it. Like It's awesome the stories that come about. So please reply to those. Oh, I love that. So conscious investor, a little bit of fun homework for you. And I love that these conversations are, it sounds like we could use them and you could tweak them for other people in your life that are in your inner circle so that you have that more meaningful and intimate conversation because intimacy isn't just about sex. It's so much more than that. And so run over, download that, and then make sure out of the follow-up emails, respond to just one of them. Larry, I appreciate you. Keep doing the amazing work that you are doing. Back at you. Conscious investor, thank you. Cheers to health, wealth, and mindset. Overwhelmed by apartment syndication but want to learn more? Let me help you press the easy button. Head over to 3keysinvestments.com and download Syndication Made Simple. I explain simply how the process works, who's involved, and how you can get started today. You're smart, and with this simple guide, you'll be able to understand the process. Head over to 3keysinvestments.com and download Syndication Made Simple.